What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Luke Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth, and it is very early, and I'm very under-caffeinated. Uh, quick reminders that we just did Plus Club yesterday, so if you want to talk to us about The Surge and Conan Exiles, well, we did that yesterday, so make sure to check out that episode. Talk to us about your opinions on these games. We'll let you know ours. And uh, once we find out what the games for PlayStation Plus are in May, we'll talk about that as well. Also, quick shout out to all the people I talked to on Reddit yesterday and today. Had a great conversation. A uh, bunch of you guys subscribed from that, uh, which I really appreciate. And I just want to say welcome to the channel. We do a lot of... Uh, game talk on this channel so uh, if you like conversation you're in the right place uh also another quick reminder that game of the month uh has been delayed it should be coming out tomorrow we'll be talking about civilization 6 and picking may's game of the month as well so stay tuned for that make sure to play that come back talk to us about that and uh We'll talk to you about it. We also have Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us with your ears, that's where the audio comes in. And you can do that. Uh, and if you want to watch us and you're listening to us right now, check us out on YouTube at Tasty Loot Gaming. We film every single episode. Uh, yeah, so Tasty Tuesday. We got two bits of news to talk about. Kind of slim pickings, but one I think that's really interesting, so let's just jump into it. First bit of news is some Respawn news. Uh, they recently came out and started talking about a little bit about the, the future of Apex Legends and the future of Titanfall. So we got a little bit of two separate things we're going to push into one topic. So the first part of that is that Respawn um, is essentially delaying uh, whatever Titanfall project that was supposed to be released this year uh, back because Apex Legends apparently needs uh, some more work on it. Now, it's worth noting that they uh, are working on Apex Legends right now. They are working on Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which they showed off recently, and uh, have also promised that there is a Titanfall project in the works that they said was going to come out this year. It's been delayed because Apex Legends is having some issues and some things that they would like to make better. On that note... Uh, they're working on season two of Apex Legends, and uh, with that, they've acknowledged that season uh, one of Apex Legends was not as interesting as it could have been. Uh, a little lackluster. They said they've heard the feedback, and they promised that season two will be better. They recently said in a post, that is Respawn, that uh, for season two, you can expect a battle pass with more meaningful content, the introduction of a new legend, the debut of a new weapon, and you didn't expect King's Canyon to stay the same forever, did you? Um... Yeah, so uh, with that, we have a delay with Titanfall and uh, whatever project that is. And Apex Legends has Season 2 coming out that will be bringing a new uh, hero or legend um, and uh, changes to the maps, our map, and uh, and new weapon. Uh, so yeah, what I think about this is, first off with the Titanfall part, I am... Disappointed to hear that because uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Titanfall and Titanfall 2. I love Titanfall 2. I think it's really um, underplayed as a great FPS. Uh, and it's really weird because anyone you talk to who actually played it loved that game. Um, so I guess it just didn't get into enough hands. Um, luckily with Apex Legends, uh, Respawn has gotten some notoriety and that's a good thing to see. But, you know, I really wish that would have happened from Titanfall. Uh, so I'm trying to look at the the, the good and bad of uh, the rise of Apex Legends. Although it seems like it's um, kind of dormant right now, which is funny because it got so big and then went down. But um, so them delaying Titanfall kind of sucks because this is kind of a fear that I had and a lot of people in the community had 
um, when Apex Legends got really popular, is like, are we going to get more Titanfall, or are they going to put that on the back burner? Because, I mean, whoever you like, whatever they make, if you start making a lot of profit compared to what you're making prior, it can really motivate where you go and what you decide to do. And we've seen that with a bunch of people. I mean, even I mean, even look at um, Epic Games with Fortnite. It's literally changed their whole company, the success of that game. I mean, they got rid of Paragon, which I really liked. Fortnite was supposed to be a Save the World co-op game. And, you know, it deviated from that quite a bit. Um, obviously, it's still there. But, you know, it, it pretty much changed their whole structure of what they do. I mean, they still obviously make the Unreal Engine and they have their Epic Game Store. But that even that was built because of Fortnite. So uh, you can see how large success can really kind of, um, I don't want to say derail because that sounds negative, but um, kind of uh, change the course of a company. And uh, that was a fear of mine and many people's with Respawn is, uh, you know, we love Titanfall. We want more Titanfall. And... I think it's really cool to see Apex Legends come out and kind of expand that universe. I think there's room for it. And I think they did it in a really cool way. And I think Apex Legends is a fun game. I fucking really enjoyed it. But I want more Titanfall. So them delaying it, you know, hopefully this is for the best. Hopefully they are delaying it because they want to give Titanfall the love and care it deserves. Make sure that whatever Titanfall that game they make is just awesome. They say it's not Titanfall 3, but um, it doesn't have to be. It can be some kind of... Um, side project could be more mech based. It could be um, a bunch of things um, that'd be really interesting to find out. Uh, but we are going to find out later than anticipated, which, you know, um, it's just kind of uh, expected. It's expected to be hearing that Titanfall would be the one to get pushed back. But it also makes sense just because. They're working on a Star Wars game right now. They got to make that game work. There's a lot riding on it. There's been so much disappointment when it comes to Star Wars with a lot of the fans. And, uh, you know, someone finally nailing a Star Wars game that's not Battlefront, Battlefront 2, um, is is important. And uh, I think they know it. So they got to really make the game work, make it good, get it released, uh, you know, without being broken, stuff like that. And then Apex Legends, they put it out there. They got to keep it going. They got to support it. So, and I hope they keep doing it. With that said, um, but I want Titanfall. I want fucking Titanfall right now. So bad. I love Titanfall. Titanfall 2 is so good. Um, and the servers got bumped uh, in their pop just because of population, because of Apex Legends. So that was a cool thing to see. Uh, but yeah, so with Season 2 coming out, actually, the, okay, so little transparency. I played Apex Legends when it first came out. I fucking loved it. I talked it up. I played with people in the community. Um, had a blast. It's a game I want to go back to. But um, these kind of games, not Apex Legends, these kind of games, Battle Royale games, are really easy for me to hop in in the moment, enjoy with friends, and then fall out of because they don't offer me longevity, long form progression anything that i want to get invested in i like winning obviously i love uh first person shooters i love the competition of it but if that's all it is i mean i prioritize progression in a game over telling people i've won this many matches um any day so um it's a game that's easy for me to fall out of so admittedly i have not i didn't play season one of, uh, of Apex Legends. And I don't think I'm alone because the numbers seem to have dropped quite a bit. And this doesn't mean the game's going to die. It just means that it's doing this. It's going to do this. When Season 2 comes out, it'll go back up a little bit. It's not going to hit the same heights. I think that was like fucking lightning in a fucking bottle. Perfect storm situation. But um, hopefully Season 2 can 
can really kind of uh, give people something meaningful. Because they say, with season two coming out, they understand that the first season, which I did not experience, was lackluster, which... It seemed, from what I know, you know, you're getting cosmetics, which is what you assume you're going to get with uh, a game like this. You're not going to get, you know, awesome new shit. You're just going to get cool visual stuff. I guess that's subjective, but um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear anybody super excited about season one uh, after it came out, before it came out, people were. So um, I'm glad that they they took that, saw that, and went, we got an upper game. So uh, hopefully they do, and uh, you know, with that battle pass. We are getting a new legend, which is very exciting. Um, I, I I'm still haven't tried the new guy, so I mean that's how that's how long ago it was that I, that I played this game. Um, but he looks awesome. I want to try him out. But getting new legends awesome too. This is something that they need to do. They got to do to keep the game fresh and relevant. Adding new characters, they really introduce something really cool with their legends in the game. They're all awesome. I enjoy playing them all. So adding more, um, you know, just eventually that roster is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and uh, it's just going to be fun to hop in there and, and get your main and have like a team of people who uh, all have their um, strengths with who they've learned to get good with. And the more people you add, kind of like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, um, just adds that flavor, that variety. So it's really cool. I can't wait to see who they introduce. I guarantee they'll be off that leaked uh, roster that, that came out a while ago. They look pretty legit. What's his nuts? Uh, Octane or whatever was on there. Um, What's his nuts? That's his name. Uh, debut of a new weapon. That's cool, too. Um, they've already debuted a couple new weapons, I think. I know they did the one weapon. I thought they did a second one. I don't know. I'm, I'm out of the loop. Let me know in the comments. Uh, but that's awesome, too. Uh, one thing that Respawn does fucking great, especially with Titanfall 2 and Apex Legends, although the Mozambique sucks, um, everybody knows that, is in Titanfall 2, it's one of the most balanced first-person shooters I ever played on launch, and they kept it pretty balanced balanced uh throughout its life cycle um there they really get uh you know the numbers when it comes to uh weapons damage fire rate what's fair what's not fair how does it balance uh with um this versus that is this op is that op and um so you know when respawns like we're putting out a new weapon it's exciting because i know it's gonna it's gonna unless it's the mozambique it's the it's the one thing they fucked up on um you know, uh, I, I'm excited to see what they put out there because I know it's going to be something awesome, cool looking, feels good, and it's and it's gonna it's just gonna be another weapon I'm gonna enjoy. None of the weapons in that game I dislike except for the Mozambique. Um, and Kings Canyon is is changing on the map. Um, this is cool. This is something that Fortnite does, and uh, I, I think it's a smart way to keep the same map, which is smart on developments. Uh, standard developmental standard to keep it already so you don't have to keep spending money and resources into building brand new maps but altering it so you keep it fresh with people now obviously i'd love to see a new map at some point but i think there is a certain charm to evolving the map because you get so used to that map just like an arena in a first person shooter or any map in a first person shooter or any game in general you used to all the choke points the fucking the the places you can hold off um where to you know open fields you're like you know this place is always a death trap you fuck want to get through there as quick as possible avoid it you know you, you get used to it so much that 
keeping that map is, is really cool because everyone who keeps playing is just so familiar with it. It's just like kind of like home. Like it, it just makes sense. But then evolving it just adds a new flair. It keeps it fresh. People are like, oh shit, did you see that they did this? They did that. It adds um, something to talk about for the community, but also adds a new element that people have to get used to. And it's just overall exciting. So I'll be really, like I actually got pretty familiar with the map myself. So seeing what they do with it will be very cool this is something i definitely welcome um and yeah overall i hope that respawn uh nails it with season two i hope they can bring something more exciting than what they did with season one hopefully they can bring people back hopefully they can keep people happy hopefully i can come back in and play it i know some people in the community who would probably play with me should be very fun and um yeah apex legends is uh you know was off to a great start and still doing good and hopefully it keeps on trucking and hopefully we get titanfall whatever the fuck sooner than later but in a way that it is still main, maintains the pedigree that we got with uh prior respawn games it's a great single player great multiplayer awesome content and a mix of first person parkour shooting and mech combat let me know in the comments what do you think about respawn and their strategy for the next year going on what do you think about apex legends season two uh what do you want from it did you play it before did you play season one what do you think about season two uh what do you want from it what are you excited about um are you still playing apex legends are you not playing it why aren't you doing that why are you doing that and uh titanfall what do you want from titanfall do you want titanfall 3 do you want a side project do you want it to be like an rts do you want it to be a fucking fighting game a mech fighting game that'd be crazy uh do you want it to still be a first person shooter but like a side uh thing or um yeah let me know everything you're thinking about in comments when it comes to respawn what they're doing with titanfall what they're doing with apex legends and what they might be doing with star wars let me know it all second bit of news is kind of a cautionary uh bit of news that's interesting maybe a bit over inflated though so according to digital trends which is a website that i just found uh and according to a couple other websites as well i keep seeing it everywhere this is like the last day people are talking about this but apparently some kind of analyst company uh is saying that 20 million pc gamers 20 million of them could defect from pcs to console by 2022 which is like tomorrow right around the corner um there's a lot of info here to uh go through so i'm gonna read straight from the article and uh yeah so Let's go. An estimated 20 million PC gamers could defect from their trusty PCs to consoles by 2022, according to the report from technology marketing and management consulting firm John Petty Research. The report suggests that low-end users defined as those with builds costing less than $1,000. Yeah, fucking low-end users. You under $1,000. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, are most likely to make the switch to consoles. But as TV displays become better, consoles become more powerful, and more titles are available exclusively on consoles, mid- and high-end PC gamers might start to switch, too. It's also worth mentioning. I'm sure they might mention it in here, too. But, like, you got stuff like Stadia coming out and, uh, you know, Xbox um, um, and potentially Sony doing streaming services soon. I kind of get where they're coming from when they're talking about PC gamers, even high-end ones, might make the switch because if you got the high-end TV, let's keep going. I'll talk about my opinion in a little bit. Uh, John Petty, president of John Petty Research. Go fucking figure that the John Petty Research would have a guy named John Petty there. Uh, shared his thoughts 
about development of the PC market. He says, the PC market continues to decline because the innovation that took place in the past providing speed ups and clever new things has all but stopped. Plus the product introduction times are stretching out for to four years. The product introduction times are stretching out to four years. Is he talking about PC hardware products um, or games? Anyway, uh, but he was not entirely pessimistic about the future of PC hardware. Well, if you're only if you're a moron, you'd be pessimistic of it because, as we know, the market always does this. So anyway, um, I'm inserting myself way too much into this article already. Uh, but he was not entirely pessimistic about the future of PC hardware. This is not a panic situation, and the GPU market still generates incredible volume. No shit. However, there are forces at work that we predict will drive some of this business toward TV displays and associated gaming services, he said. A senior gaming analyst at John Petty uh, named Ted Petty, uh, actually Ted Polak, uh, Polak, um, Polak, pointed to the importance of customization in the future of PC hardware. He described the ultimate use of model of the PC uh, as a desktop ergonomic gaming slash computing environment that embraces user choice and customization. He also pointed out that those leaving PC gaming could be absorbed into other categories with similar setup, such as TV display, uh, which streams uh, cloud-based gaming system. That guy... That quote was dumb. Who gives a fuck? Uh, although this sounds like dire news for PC gamers, the fact is that games are not going anywhere. Even as the rise of mobile gaming has siphoned users away from a desktop gaming setup, new avenues like cloud gaming and availability of powerful gaming laptops have led more people to a desktop-like gaming experience. Uh, also, as consoles become more powerful and finally support keyboard and mouse, Kind of. People on PS4 playing fucking Call of Duty with their modified keyboard and mouses are assholes, but, you know, if you can do it, you can do it. But I see that shit all the time in, in uh, you know, fucking whoever the top killer of the game was. You'll see the way they're aiming sure you're like, that's a fucking mouse. Um, anyway, the distance between console and PC is shrinking anyway, which is true. If only console makers would make their products easier to fix and to upgrade with new hardware, PC gamers might make the switch to console more happily. All right, so uh, according to this, uh, 20 million people might might bounce over to console from PC. Now, another article I read, which I said not to read, I think it was uh, from Games Radar. No, they got ad blocker shit. As soon as it's like, you got ad block, you can't go to our website. I'm like, okay, bye. And then I go somewhere else, go to GameSpot, and then they got like, fucking advertisement video starting up on all parts of the page any website that does that fuck you i hate that shit like the ad block thing's annoying but i'll just be like bye i'm not i'm not dealing with the shit but if you just have like eight videos on the same page all loading at the same time auto playing you're a fucking dickhead anyway um i what was i talking about okay so 20 the the the, the pc to console thing um another website was kind of um being really extreme about this they're like Oh man, another person saying that PCs are gonna die, and and they're like, but you know that's obviously not true. And I'm like, if you if you actually read the fucking article, they don't they're not saying PCs are gonna die. So you're also being it because they're like, oh, they're just more alarmists. Well, you're being alarmist too because it's important to look at the market. If if PC is in decline right now, you have to look at the trend. And if you look at the whole fucking trend, PC gaming fucking went 
up significantly in the last like five years. Uh, me as a PC gamer since I was like a kid, um, I've watched the fucking ebb and flow of of people using PC and like in like the 2000s and like 2010 area, there's way more console gamers and then fucking it, it bumped up significantly. Um, and like with most console cycles, at towards the end of a console cycle, when the games start capping out graphically, people are making PC games start catering to the consoles because they gotta they want to be able to port them over to consoles, so they also don't fucking increase that much with their graphics. Um, so things get kind of stagnant at the end of a console cycle. So with that, that's got to be one contributing factor. Um, the PC's not offering people, uh, you know that enhanced experience as much as it was earlier in the console cycles that you know people are going to be making that move but that's going to go up and down the pc pc gamers are going to go up again um it is an interesting factor though to look at when when we're talking about the streaming thing because prior to recently uh the only person who's really tried streaming services was fucking sega channel back in the 90s i wanted that shit so bad i didn't get it and uh which was like 1994 way ahead of their fucking time and uh on live which did not work uh it was available in like fucking four areas so you can't build a business off that you know we got google stadia coming out we got xbox doing their thing everybody's gonna be doing this shit um and that will, there is going to be some people in the PC community that, that aren't a part of that community. They don't have that love for the hardware and building your own computer and fucking maxing out those graphics and, and, and doing the tech talk. They're going to be like, okay, now I don't have to build an expensive thing. I can just go pay for a service. And they're going to bounce over. Why wouldn't they? Especially if you have TVs with stronger processors and, and uh, you know GPUs. Um that can access the internet at fast rates, why would you have a PC? Why would you even have a console? I've been talking for years and years and years about eventually there's just going to be the box. Whatever the box is, doesn't matter. But whether it's going to be your phone, it's going to fucking just stream over to your TV or your TV's going to do it all. Eventually that's going to be it, but we're not quite there yet. But like we're already seeing that shift once that starts happening. Um, once you're one screen in your, that room, whatever room you're in, your bedroom, your fucking living room, starts doing everything, there's no reason to have the other things unless you are more than a hobbyist. Um, but I've also argued too, and this goes into this article, there is a community of PC gamers that love customizing their PCs, having an awesome looking PC, having awesome specs in that PC, talking about the shit, being able to run things the highest graphics possible, um, having you know a mouse that's that's perfect for their hand, uh, the way they 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 play, keyboard, all that shit, just having the whole thing set up. I don't think that community is going to die off just because streaming, essentially. Um, and uh, so there is going to be an evolution in the market. So seeing this going down makes sense to me. But the alarmist saying that, that PC gaming is going to die or it's going to go away or whatever, that's not that's not a thing. And the people who are pushing back against that going like, oh, they're just being ridiculous. It's not going anywhere. It obviously is going somewhere. There's a fucking middle ground there that is worth looking at. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see because we're entering new territory when it comes to the gaming market because we're now getting like a third grouping that's not the consoles versus PC. Um, you're getting that streaming thing that's going to, I think, take a lot of the more casual gamers maybe and people who don't give a fuck about 
what they're purchasing and their allegiance to brand, but just want to play the games. Um, now we've talked about streaming before and it's pretty much the only thing I'm talking about right now, but, um, and me and speaking for Chevy, I think we both see it more as a supplementary thing at this point. It'd be cool to be able to play the game that you're already playing at home while you're on the go, have your save and play it on your phone or the fuck. And then we get back kind of like a switch, get back and play it on your console again. And that sounds cool, but I can't see myself, uh, anytime soon abandoning, um, PC. I, but anyone who follows the channel knows I play everything all the time on everything. So, I, I mean, I love playing video games. I, I'm playing my PC games, playing my PS4 games. Some games just play better on PC, not just graphically or, you know, mouse and keyboard so I have better reactions and better aiming. But some games just feel better, like an RTS. I'm not, I'm not going to be playing on my PS4. And like they're saying... Keyboard and mouse support coming out for that. It's not. It's not the same. I you know on my on my TV. I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to sit there, and and do this. There's a different. I'm, maybe I'm old school, but like when I'm playing on my on my TV with my consoles, I'm normally kicked back. I'm relaxing. You know the most strange strange thing I'm doing is maybe like a fighting game or a first person shooter, and that's more still like relax. So I'm on my PC, and I'm playing a game like Civ, some kind of RTS. First person shooter on there as well. I'm more in the zone. I'm more. I'm sitting upright. I'm in there. I'm looking at it. I'm like strategizing. It's just more. It feels more involved almost, which sounds kind of weird. And that's just me personally. But there's there's room for those different experiences. Um, but you know, when when uh, people got different budgets and and you know do different things, uh, do different jobs, make different amounts of money, obviously, and some people can't afford. Um, higher end PCs or to have the multiple consoles, or whatever, or don't want to, don't want to spend that money. And it makes sense for them to shift away from the PC demographic. And I think we're going to see that. I think we are seeing that. Uh, 20 million is quite a bit, but um, I don't think it's going to negatively affect it. I think long term, we're going to see um, a drop. Like uh, like they're saying, but, uh, but like I said, I think it's going to be more of an evolution than anything. And everything's got to become one thing anyway. So I don't want to get too into the futurist talk, but we're, we're just in an evolutionary stage in the gaming market right now and what people are doing. And I think people are feeling it out. And I think Stadia is jumping the gun way too fast. And I think Microsoft is doing it the way you should. Uh, make a console, keep it familiar, offer streaming with it. Uh, if the numbers start rising with streaming, make your move then. And I think Sony will do the same thing. Uh, as for PC gaming, defecting to console, that happens off and on. It has the whole time and for different reasons and for a lot of reasons. And it'll go back and forth. And once uh, PC starts offering something that you're not getting uh, as well on consoles or on streaming, you'll be right back. But like I said, there's those hardcore PC gamers. You guys know who the fuck you are. Um, who I don't think are going to jump ship just so fast as uh, because streaming and stuff is available. So I'm one of those people. I really like having a PC culturally. Like I, I dig having it. I like playing it. I like sitting there like like that. I mean, there's obviously um, arguments against it. But like I said, it's it's kind of a it's kind of its own community thing. You know, I, I like having that really cool. Fucking PC with the colors and the customization, my own personal shit, and my fucking awesome ultra wide screen monitor and all that stuff. It's just a different experience than sitting at a TV. So I don't see it going away, and I don't think people are going to jump just so fast. But let me know in the comments 
I said a lot. I kind of just fucking puked up a bunch of info and uh, and opinions out of my head when it came to that. But what do you think about 20 million PC gamers defecting uh, to console by 2022? What do you think about the legitimacy of that? Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it's an overestimate? What do you think the reasons for that are? Do you think they're going to stay there? Do you think it's going to go up and down like it has before in the market? Uh, what do you think the reasons are for that? I think I already asked that. Uh, do you prefer PC? Do you prefer console? Are you open to streaming? Are you going to make the jump to streaming once you don't have to own hardware? Um, where are you at on that? And uh, where are you willing to go? Are you a PC gamer? Do you care about that uh, community and that kind of cultural style of gaming? Um and uh, yeah, let me everything you think about when it comes to PC gaming versus console gaming, where it's going. That's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Teasing and Tasty Loot Gaming. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. Enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. I'm running my fucking words together on, uh, yeah, check out our other episodes. Uh, check me out on Twitch at Tasty Senpai, all one word. Make sure to um, hit the notification button when I go live. Uh, when I stream, I dual stream, so you can watch me on YouTube or Twitch, doesn't matter, pick your poison. Uh, it's all happening all at the same time, and all those streams get re-uploaded, so you can watch them later. Um, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us, and if you're listening to us, you can check us out on YouTube at Taste of the Gaming. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're in there every day, all day, and... Uh, yeah, my name's Seth. Until the next episode, which will be Game of the Month coming out hopefully tomorrow. We'll be talking about Civ 6. Until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.